Hello, everybody. I'm Trina Gunzel, and I want to welcome you to the Legacy and Legends podcast. I'm so excited to have my dear friend Paige with us today, who is a retreat specialist. You're going to learn so much from her. She's incredible. She has an amazing heart. I absolutely love her. And I feel like I've got to meet you in person, Paige, even though we haven't actually met in person yet, which is incredible. I don't know how I that's possible. I didn't even realize that. That's so strange. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So you are being a featured guest as part of Women in History Month, and I'm so excited to be able to spread the word about you. You're doing such incredible things, and we're going to go ahead and jump right into the interview. Okay, Paige? Sounds good. Awesome. Okay, Paige, so if people were going to think, we know you're as a retreat expert, right? And where are you based in? Utah. You're based in Utah. Okay. And you have some pretty cool retreats right there. Don't you? I yeah, know. in the next couple of months, there's like four four different retreats in the next two or three months. So typically, I actually it's about 50-50 out of state or international and here. But yeah, it's well, actually last month I was in in Mexico two times for a retreat. So I do do a lot of different international retreats. But yeah, it's a lot in Utah as well. That's amazing. I can't wait. Okay. So people could have an opportunity to jump into one of your retreats, especially after they get to know you better, which we will during this interview. Okay. Sounds good. Awesome. So I always love to warm up with people kind of getting to know you on a personal level. So what is one of your favorite movies? Oh my goodness. Oh, um, I think, oh, that's a hard one. I am I grew up with no TV. So I am like, I, we grew up with Annie and um, Gone with the Wind and I love it. Um, Sound of Music, you know? Yeah. And um, so we had, we had about three movies that we'd watch as kids. I really just am not a huge movie buff, but I did watch the Scarlet Pimpernel lately, oh, um, yeah. recently. And it was so good. Like I was blown away by just it had all the stuff. It had the romance, it had the humor, it had the action. I mean, I just thought it was a good movie. So if you haven't That's seen it. Awesome. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to write that down. If I have seen it, it's been a while. I think the most recent one we just watched was free guy. And that's really cute. If you want like a cute kind of okay. family movie, I always struggle with like, what's a good one I can watch with my kids. The I chosen, know. my favorite, the chosen series. I absolutely love, but um, if you haven't okay. seen it yet, you have to put that on your list. <laughs> I'm writing them down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And what about, um, I know you have an amazing appetite and the food you make is incredible. People can learn more about you through this. What is your favorite food? Oh, good question. Oh, you know what? I make the most amazing pizza that I go to restaurants. I'm like, it's not as good as mine. <laughs> but, <laughs> It's uh, I, it takes like two days to make the crust, and then oh. you you make these caramelized red onions and balsamic sauce, and then you put um, blue cheese, and then you put arugula on it with olive oil and vinegar after you cook it, and it's like a sandwich of salad and the most amazing dough. I mean, it's just the best. So That's if you awesome. you can never come over and have my pizza, Trina, I want you to come. Over. I'll I'll make it for you. <laughs> I, I will. And I'm Italian. You know that. So for oh, me, yeah. I love pizza. Yeah, I'm full-blooded Sicilian Italian. So right. I love pizza and I can't wait. I'm going to come yeah. to one of your retreats. Good. And you, yeah. speaking of food, did you say you make the food at your retreats or you'll do that for yeah. people if they want to host a so, retreat? Yeah, I often do. I mean, if they want to, they have a caterer that they want. That's mm-hmm. it's, but I, I often make all the food and it's just kind of, I think that the food makes about 20% of the experience. Like mm-hmm. I've kind of watched enough events and I'm like, you know what, the food, it's such a huge part. And people just talk about it all the time. And the feeling that they have as they sit down and they get filled mm-hmm. and they just the taste and that it's made with love and has it's healthy. Like so many people just love that part of the retreat. So I think it's a big part. And so sometimes if people want me to, I can, and if they, if they want to have some sort of catering or do other things, but we kind of work together and just figure out what the attendees want for their food choices, you know? 
that's fun. beautiful. It is it's such a big connection piece because I love hosting retreats too. And to do the food, I was like, oh my gosh, I should have hired Paige because I love to make it and have it ready, but that would have been something off my plate. So I am excited to recommend you for that. It's cool, Paige. Yeah, fun. Let's see what else. How about what has a book that's impacted your life? People always want to know from leaders, like, what are you reading? What's something that you Oh like? my gosh, that's such a hard choice. I have like 50. I am a huge book fanatic. Um, the ones that, oh man, oh, like love is letting go of fear. Um, mm-hmm. One of the ones, The Magic by Rhonda, Bear, uh, Rhonda Byrne. She's so good. I'm looking at my bookcase right now because it's which ones I'm reading um, attachment theory right now. Um, I'm reading, you know, health ones, the pH miracle and those kind of ones right now. But I always actually have, this is kind of my way of doing it. It probably has to do with my personality, but I read about four or five books at a time mm-hmm. and I like it because I get to like make all the connections and I'm like, oh yeah, it's talking about that in that book. And so my brain loves connection. Yeah. And when I read a bunch of books at the same time, I kind of get to do that. So that's uh, beautiful. Yeah. I, I love that too. Books. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. My book, I'm like reading that. I know you mentioned on our page when it was like the seven habits of highly effective people. Yeah. I love that book so much. It's like when I meet someone who's read that we have like instant connection because yeah. you're like, yeah. okay. <laughs> that's like my Bible. So yeah, as a yeah. as a coach, that's like my foundation. Every mm-hmm. single time, I'm like, okay, let's begin with end in mind. Okay, yeah. what? Let's put first things first. Okay, what do you want? You know, mm-hmm. and and my whole structure of my coaching is around that book. I mean, it's just it's like my Bible. So that's beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. That's awesome, Paige. Thank you. Well, let's see. And what inspired you to do what you're doing now? Ah, uh, you know what. I, the retreat part, I've been throwing parties since I was probably 10. Like my parents were really great about just being like, invite your friends over. We'll have a banana split party. Or like my mom always threw birthday parties for us. And um, my parents were always like wanting just our house was the place that all our friends would come and yeah. And kind of, we'd, we'd have parties a lot. My parents hosted a lot of parties so it was really a thing. And then when I was a stay-at-home mom, it was just my outlet. Like yeah. I would throw the most extravagant birthday parties <laughs> for my kids. It was I ridiculous. It. Like I'd sew the tutus and I'd make them oh, and cute. I'd make the fondant cakes and I would make treasure hunts where they'd run over the all over the whole entire neighborhood and we'd make the pinatas every time. So like these kind of yeah. things were just, I mean, it was it's just part of my motherhood. It's part of who I am. And every single Sunday we'd have dinner parties. So the, I'm just not daunted by like, we'd invite the whole class when they start going to school. I mean, it's just like the, um, the amount of people or the event. Uh, I have like Canadian Thanksgivings where I have 60 people come and we all just set up tables all over my entire property. I I don't know. That's how I got into it. It's just, it's what I love to do, you know? And then I was like, you light up like doing this. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I see that. And that's cool because a lot of people are intimidated by that. Uh, I think that's part of our connection too. I grew up with a very similar background. Like everybody knew they loved coming to my house because we always had food. There was always some event. It was usually outside on our property, you know, and um, just so fun. That, that is definitely one of your zone of genius. Like your soul lights up. I can see it when you talk about it. Yeah, it totally does. And once I entered it into this, like the coaching space, I kind of just saw that that was a need, you yeah, know, it really is. You're, you're, everyone wants to do a retreat, but it seems mm-hmm. overwhelming. And, and it's really like often a, like a, a pro hack yep. is so many people are like, I want to do it. And I've wanted to do this a long time, find the space and set the date. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, do those two things and everything else will come together you'll run into people and you'll say, yeah, I'm doing a retreat. And it's at this place at this time. And then that it starts to grow. And then you get ideas and you have people to collaborate with and you find someone like me or whatever. But, um, but that's my, that's my tip is just choose the place and time and, and then things will come together for you. 
That's yeah. beautiful. Oh my gosh. So fun. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> like, we're just going to put it out. And I think there's going to be an even bigger need for that because people have been so isolated for years now and they're really missing connection. And especially if you do even smaller retreats where people are excited to come and have real connection. Um, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, more people will just learn about and get to know you because I know for me, I've wanted to come, even though I host retreats just to come out to spend time with you and be in your space. So you said May, you're going to have more coming up this year, right? And you do them every year. Yeah. So I have one March 18th to the 20th. And then I have one in March, May, then May 18th to 20th. My May one is 18th to the 22nd. My March one is 18th to the 20th. So strange. The dates are exactly the same, but are the same, but yeah. um, Yeah. It's just, you know, the thing with retreats is and parties too is often people have a certain idea of how it should be. It should have, yeah. we should have 20 people, or if I do an event, I want to have a hundred people, or if right. I want to, you know, and it, they have a certain, and really a retreat can be five, seven women just coming right. together and collaborating and creating, and, and it can be 150 people, True. right? So it just depends on what your vision is, but it doesn't have to, I think people get kind of stuck and set on how it needs to look. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times a consultation will just help them get clarity on, oh, yeah. the, the feeling I want is this. And so that's how it'll look, you know, and oh, yeah. around to that. So. That's awesome. And you do those right clarity consultations. So if they want to yeah. get on a call with you. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Okay. That's awesome. So what kind of obstacles have you had to overcome to live your dream life? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, fear. Mm. I think that's the biggest thing that stops us. Um, I love the idea of choosing love over fear and asking yourself every time you're like in a conundrum is just asking like, okay, is this love or fear? And then choosing love, even though it's, it may be scary to even choose love, you know? And, um, I think we typically, I, I lived in fear just for so many years of, um, fear of my life falling apart, of not being enough, like all of that. And, and when basically one of the, the concepts that I've learned is what we fear the most will always happen. Yeah. <laughs> and so like we, it's like the self-proclaiming prophecy of just, we're gonna, it's gonna happen. So either let go of the fear so it doesn't happen or, um, or be ready and learn the lessons when they, it does. And so, um, so anyway, I just have learned that even, even if our worst case, case scenario happens, we can still stay in love and um and then usually our fears are just liars they're not mm-hmm. actually true like even when my worst fears happened they weren't as bad as my imagination had made them right so I could have just faced them years before right you know? yeah exactly so, so yeah a fear is probably the simplest answer but um but it's mindset. Like it just always comes back to, to mindset. And I still, it's like peeling an onion, you know, we just keep peeling onion and finding new things that need to be revealed for us to step up into a Mm -hmm. more abundant life. You know, I keep getting the invitation to do that. Even though I'm like, what? I did the work. Like, why am I here? It's like, oh yeah, there's chaos before new order. I get to step up, you know? That's right. Oh yeah. And it is, it's that every single level, it's like, there's a certain level getting up to six figures. And then there's way different stuff that happens from six to figures to millions. It's like, you think, oh, I've learned all this stuff and I have bookshelves full, but it's like, you have to consistently continue to evolve and it becomes the little things, right? Like, okay, this is one more area I can put in a little more discipline to get even better results. Cause as you go and impact more people, it is, it's like that leveling up in your life yeah. yeah like for instance I um I recently got diagnosed with breast cancer and I was and I've had so many people say oh cancer is about not loving yourself like it's the body attacking the body and I kept going like but I love myself and mm-hmm. I love people so much that like it's ridiculous you know <laughs> like if, if it's if you can be loved as much as you can love others like I am very loved and I love myself but um, but I've, 
I saw how you actually can only be loved as much as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. And then I saw how there are ways that I don't love myself. And I've got to like dig there and really kind of explore that where I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have had that invitation otherwise, you know, and I wouldn't sure. really have seen these blind spots of, oh, I don't eat, drink and sleep well. Like that's not very self-loving, right. <laughs> you know, Yeah. like it's really easy to feed everyone else and make sure my kids are in bed on time, and uh-huh. do stuff, but it's hard to do it for myself. It's just yeah. really always been a struggle for me. I mean, I was talking to my friend who's known me since I was six months old or she was six months old. I was, um, and she was saying, I remember going down to your room and you'd have goals all over your door. And it was always like, drink more water. I was like, crap, I've been trying to do that goal since I was like 14. <laughs> I better start, like, maybe at this invitation, I'll start drinking more, you know? So I have my big tea of licorice tea right here. So. <laughs> I'm proud of you. It's interesting though, right? Cause you are, you're such a love, you're such a giver. And I think that's part of why our hearts connected, but it is, yeah. it's like you pour into everyone else and then it can be like, Ooh, who's pouring into me? Like, that's why I love working with leaders because I recognize I'm like, I want to pour into you because then I realize like you're helping all these other people. And, and I've had to find my people too. Where I'm like, who's pouring into me? Like, I recognize that space. I need that for me, you know? So I'm proud of you for, I guess I would say accepting the invitation then of like, what am I supposed to learn from this? Cause that is a big challenge, but you're being very active with it. And I love that you're sharing your story and, um, anything I can do to help you. Like I said, that's why I reached out. I'm like, I want to have you on here to help people know about you and more positivity and love and light for Paige. Oh, you're the best. Thank you so much. You're welcome. There's a lot of love and light coming my way. That's for sure. But there's also this learning how to receive, you know? Yes. There's been a huge, one of my favorite questions is what can I, like, what's the gift? What's the invitation? You know, Mm -hmm. and I've been practicing this for years and you know, this has been a real invitation of, can I practice what I preach, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, but one of those things has been in receiving and the left side of the body is all about receiving and the feminine and everything. And, and all of it's all in my left side, which is really interesting. And, mm-hmm. and so I've, it's been like, oh, and then one of my friends set up a, um, a GoFundMe for me mm-hmm. and I freaked. I was oh, like, no oh my gosh, I cannot do this. Like I'm so, it's embarrassing. I can figure it out myself. I was just sharing how much I needed to raise because I was thinking I'll put on a retreat or I'll figure it out. Like, and, and he just set it up. And I was all of a sudden just in this space of having to receive in a really big way that was really uncomfortable for me, you know? And there's been so many things like that where it's just like, okay, take the deep breath and allow people to give to you. And even sharing my story, it's been like, as soon as I found out, I'm like, I'm not going to tell anyone I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to do it. And, and then I was talking to someone who had come through and said, you have to share, you have to allow people to give to you. And it's been like, my friends have been like, thank you. Thank you for telling Like they want so much to give to me and to support me and to love me. And even if it's just a prayer, let alone all the other things that people have done for me, like people got me to um, Joe Dispenza for a week. And I mean, there's like amazing miracles that have happened since just because I was able, able to open up and receive. So it's been a lesson. It's yeah. so true. It's so true. And you know, it's not cancer, but like when Wyatt was diagnosed with type one diabetes at four, it was, it rocked our world. You know, we had that huge photography studio and suddenly it was like up every two hours all night, every day, night for eight years. And it was like, we had so many people rally with us who were like, we're going to help you. You know, we want to help you with this, 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 and we want to help send you to studies. We want to help with medical. And it was, it was like, but we're used to being the ones helping everyone else. But it was like, because we shared our story, they connected with us and our hearts. And then it was like, we had even more friends and you get this big tribe that loves you and looks out for you. And you're not alone in that. So it is an interesting gift, right? Through those challenges. Yeah. People want to give, you know, you're such an inspiration to me of like, first of all, just taking something and, and running with it and like facing it head on and finding the resources and doing the research and like writing a book but taking like a mess into your message or taking your like the mess into it becoming such a blessing like the way that 
mm. that your family has taken it and and even just seeing your kids thrive because of the trial of it mm. has been really inspiring you know it's really thank cool. you Paige that's yeah. a it is interesting because why I don't know if you know he'll be 18 in May yeah and he's such a magnificent human being you know like yeah. the things he's, he's doing yeah, he was speaking on stages and he yeah. we just finished yesterday. He's going to have a workshop. It's going to be a four week seminar. He's going to do live all for type one diabetics or people who love them to teach people oh. how to understand and care for them. Or if you have a friend or you're going through it yourself. So it's pretty cool. And that's just, he's watched and he's like, I want to do this. I want to help people. This is my challenge and I can lead it. So it's pretty cool At 18, for him to yeah. be able to have the leadership skills and the yeah. information to be able to teach that like he's so empowered by it which yeah. is just for anyone to be that empowered around their illness is such a gift and inspiration you know like yeah it's so easy to go into victimhood around illness physical sure. illness it's just like you can make up every reason and everyone will give into the reasons for why you're not doing something because you're sick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Not you. You're a superstar. When I saw you down in Mexico, I'm like, of course Paige did that. Like you're rallying. And because of you, literally, I went and got a mammogram. I was like, I need to go. It's been two years. And so you're helping people. You're probably saving lives. You don't even know just by getting out there and sharing, you know? So thank you, Paige, for sharing your journey. Amazing. <laughs> thank you. All right, let's see. There's another fun one I want to ask you. You're really good at this. What would you say was your key to expanding your reach and connecting with influential leaders? Retreats. Retreats. I mean, like, I'm kind of like <laughs> a little bias here, but um, the in-person retreats, you're yeah. just, it's so it's there's intimacy there's this connection there's you're sitting down at meals together you're getting to know each other and like the first retreat the retreat I was just down in Mexico it was so beautiful for the first full day we didn't even talk about we I didn't even know what anyone did for work it was purely just like who are you what are you passionate about what's what's your passion project what are you here on the planet to do that kind of thing. And then their businesses came out by the next day or the next day. And, and we collaborated and, and mastermind and everything else. And it was a powerful business opportunity, but it was really just like, what we want is to connect spirit to spirit and then yeah. figure out if we want to do business together. You that's know, right. like that's what, when we first met, I remember we did meet in person. That was the first one in California at, oh, the, yeah. <laughs> at, at um, what was, yeah, at that, Beautiful. Oh, that's right. That party. We were like at yeah. a, I remember. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but it's, you like feel someone's heart and you go, oh, like that's someone that I want to get to know more or, and then you can start riffing off of each other of like, oh, oh, that's what I do. And oh, I, I wonder what that looks like. And so anyway, I just find that everyone I work with and so many of my referrals even just come from the retreat space, but most importantly, like deep deep friends yeah. people that I stay in touch with and that I love and that we um keep supporting each other in whatever way we can you know so. that's right yeah because it was it's so true because we it was years like it's been years now since we got to see each other that's why I was like yeah yeah I know it feels like <laughs> gifts so you're connected right. so many times really deeply other yeah. times that's but right it does make a difference if we met in person you know you're right. And so everyone, yeah, go to retreats, like talk to Paige. If you want to throw a retreat, like yeah. you want to go to them. You're right. It's just such a great intimate space to make quality friendships and relationships. And I think people are so hungry for that. Like it's one thing, you know, you meet people online and virtual and there's so many cool things we're doing with that now, but I never wanted to be chained to a desk, you know, or a computer. That's not my like vision for my life and retreats you get to be out and play and fun and create and see new places and you know experience new things and like you said I love how you bring in the food component because it's literally inside out health you know and um it is when you can bring in the senses you connect on every level yeah right? yeah and and like just to touch on I also do yoga and meditation and like all these other things that kind of like bring people into their yeah. bodies, you know, because yeah. we can easily go to an event and just stay in our heads That's and just right. like talk on this level 
But what really makes a difference, another thing that like really makes a difference of connecting with people is like coming down into our hearts, you know, mm-hmm. and really getting out of the, all the business stuff and getting into right. like, this is who I am and this is my essence. So yeah, there's definitely, um, definitely a lot of, of connection that's possible there. And I think as we grow as entrepreneurs, it becomes a little more and more lonely because mm-hmm. There's less people that do exactly what we do or um, have reached the different levels of success that we have. And so finding retreats where you can find like soul sisters or soul Mm -hmm. brothers or or people that are in the same industry or have reached, like I went to one um, event where I actually supported an event that was for women who make over 150,000. Like that is it's not like millions, but it's also (laughs) this place where it's like really nice to be around other women who are really successful financially. First of all, the resource level is different than the scrappy entrepreneur who's like getting their first few clients. It's just a different conversation, but it's also like massive um, support and collaboration that happened there. That was, it was one of the best events I've seen as far as people like literally doing business together immediately after. It's so different, right? And I've noticed that too, because that level, when you're working with people like that, there's a synergy because you don't need anything for each other. So you get to just help one another and bless each other. And it's like this abundance spiral, you know? Yeah. And you can see the abundance in those women. Like there's a lot different and some of them are making half a million and some are making, you know, they're 150 or whatever. Um, but there's definitely a different mindset that you get to yeah. be around and we're the average of the pe- people we spend the most time with. So if you, in a weekend you spend all that time with that, your vibration goes up and that's, that's right. Like, that's what I see every time at these events. Like you just literally recalibrate your vibration to a higher frequency. That's so true. That's so true. Well, and that brings me to my next question for you is what message are you wanting to share through your work? Mm. Oh, the immediate thought is like that our, (laughs) that, oh, let me think through this. There's so many different things. Um, You know, I'm a hypnotherapist, so I focus so much on the subconscious, but it's the mind. Like Mm -hmm. if we can just recognize the power of our minds and the power of like our thoughts that as we master our minds, we master our lives. Mm -hmm. And as we master our lives, we bless the planet. Like I work with people hitting the next level of success. And um, I don't necessarily work with a lot of people in trauma or in victimhood. I work with people that are wanting to take that step into the next level. And it's all about mindset and it's all about accessing Um, the 90% of what we do say, think, believe, which is the subconscious Mm -hmm. and then reprogramming so that we can just more easily access that. So um, that's like my message as far as um, the work I do, as far as the retreats, it's about connection Mm -hmm. and about helping people love each other, you know, And, um, and love is the master healer. And So I guess my answer would be that love is the master healer and that as we come to love each other, we can create a better world. That's, um, and the way that, that the only thing that stops us from loving is our own minds, Mm -hmm. the illusions within those, our mind. So that's a longer, yeah, it took me a little bit to to bring that. I, I should probably, um, figure out a more concise way of, that's a really good question, but but yeah, that's, that's beautiful that. though. Well, and thank you for allowing me like just that space together where you could look at that because I think it's really important. And I hear that in your messaging, like I love coaching with you too, you know, but just to pull that out of you, because I think that inside out love message, you know, because I know you help people spiraling up that next level of success. It really is about calling out what is that internal dialogue and flipping it to, Hey, I get to do this, right. I can see how this is working for me. And, um, you do that so beautifully. So thank you for taking the time to just think about that because it is a gift. And when you can clearly communicate that, then people can access that with you even more, which is what I want to do is help people know about my amazing front page so that, you know, they just get to tap into that abundance in their health, in their 
clarity, you know, in their life and leveling up. So you do it beautifully. <laughs> well, and Trina, you are like, that's your superpower is drawing that out of people, helping people to really get clarity on what their message is and what, like, what is it that I'm, that I really do. And I, when I first started working with you, it was just like, I mean, I just love people. I don't know. What do I do, Trina? And she's like, okay, Paige, here's me. You're a retreat specialist. You help people with this. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I totally am. But you've helped me so much with, with just clarifying my message, you know? So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because you are, I see you light up when you talk about retreats. That's why I'm like, it's all the things you do in it, but when they see, oh, it's connection. Why do I go to retreats? And why would I come to yours? Like you really, I think that's a gift and part of what you're going through. It is. I mean, I talk about, and I do many programs on inside out health, but you do that with nurturing people with the healthy food and then the mindset around it and finding peace and especially entrepreneurs who are leading others need that time to just regroup themselves and recharge their spirit because they're always giving to others. Right. So you are love, you are love embodied for sure. (laughs) Well, I was talking to someone at the, at the Mexico retreat that I was at a a week ago and he's this Emmy award winner, just beautiful soul from New Zealand. And he was saying um, that I am like a, a culture specialist. And I was like, oh, okay, what's that? But it was an interesting to think of like, really, I think my superpower is just bringing love into a space, right? Mm-hmm. And if I can, if I could monetize that, help me do that, Trina. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. But it we just, can work on that for your high you know, ticket offer because I think there is some to that. Yeah. Need, but, but when I come into a space, there is a sense of, of bringing people together in love, in food, in, in retreat space, and yeah. um, connection, and just even just the um, seeing how in the space you can create more of that. I, so that was an interesting, I mean, it's always interesting to speak with brilliant people and see what they see in you, you know, and oh, yeah. Yeah. That. But, but that was a neat kind of idea of, of how, how I can show up in even more of a corporate space, right? It's, oh, yeah. Well, when you bring love into the space, the whole vibration goes up. Like I have a multi-million dollar coach I used to do sales for, and he would have me come into the events and the parties and the dinners because he's like, you lift the whole room. Like sales go up when you're here just because it's such a bright energy and we can even radiate that virtually, you know? Um, so th- there's definitely a space for that. And for you, because you, you can see it, you can feel it like you and I, the whole room gets warmer. <laughs> you know? Yeah. that's cool your halo is like right yeah well so I know right the hair is like what? um what's another oh so what can people expect when they work with you for those who don't know you yet to feel happier mm. to just to spiral up into a life that they love yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome that's my, my website's the life that you love but it's all about spiraling up, you know, and mm-hmm. a lot of times we spiral down and I've been there and I, I see how it's so easy. And so what tools do we create and, and learn to change the momentum? Cause that's the hardest place sure. is when you're spiraling in the wrong direction to change that momentum. It's like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. So you need the most powerful tools. And I'm all about like the fastest, easiest way, you mm-hmm. know? And yeah. um, let's move it and let's, let's recreate and then start spiraling and just really spiral up. Yeah. I love, so, I love that so much. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you're so good at um, finding people to meet and connect with. And a lot of people, maybe they have a retreat, maybe they're doing some kind of coaching, but they wonder like, how do you get your favorite jobs or interviews that you've been able to connect with? Again, um, events and retreats. Yeah, no, this I mean, is great. We need to hear it at least three times. Yeah. I think people, people, it's sure. just connections. It's all word of mouth for me. I'm not, um, I've found, you know, maybe from sharing things vulnerably on, on social yeah. media or something, I've gotten a few clients, but it's word of mouth and it's um, collaboration. And it's also just figuring out how I can give to people. And I just, mm-hmm. I'm always just 
if it's if, if it's way easier for me to do it than for you to do it, I'm happy to do it and I'll do it yeah. all day long. And so I'm just constantly kind of doing things that are easy for me and harder for other people. And then they are like, they experience what I do and then they get excited and we collaborate or we start working together or they hire me or um, I hire them. You know, it's just kind of a, a fun game to play <laughs> love that yes it is a fun game to play and so I tell people I'm like if you're missing the fun in your business then there's something's got to give something has to change because you're not living your purpose you're not doing the thing that lights you up and and that's the thing it almost feels effortless right because you are connecting you're meeting with people and you're doing what you love and taking something off their plate that they don't like it's hard for them that was really yeah. good yeah. And if we all play in our zone of genius, then yeah. the world's a better place. You know, it's right. just so much, so much better. It's, it's super easy for me to put on an event and it's yeah. really overwhelming for most people I've learned, yeah. like yeah. just the, the entire idea of it, or maybe parts of it are just like, ah, so, um, so let's all just play in our zone of genius and we'll, we'll just, create a better world. Okay. I love it. I love it. That's the thing. It's abundance for all. And everybody has a game to play. Everybody's needed in a different way. And that's why I love like this, just helping spread the word. So people get yeah. to know you. Yeah. I want to share this because like I I'm doing this teen course with, yeah. I just saw this need and I was just like, oh, I'll just get a bunch of people together. And, um, and it's all the stuff that we wish we learned. Like I've gone, mm -hmm. been in this personal development world for about seven years but read Tony Robbins like been reading personal development since I was probably 15 so I'm like but I often think to myself like I have this aha moment I'm like why didn't I learn this earlier like why didn't they teach me this when I was 15 like why didn't I know what real love was versus imitation love when I was reading yeah. like so all these things I'm just like oh my gosh so we put this course together with these five other coaches that are just phenomenal like best wonderful human beings and I knew I was totally unqualified like this is not my zone of genius to teach teenagers but I got this guy who's just unbelievable he's starting a university for teens and he came on JJ Bilar he's incredible and then I had this guy who's made millions in the real estate and investment industry so he came in and taught all about wealth and had this other coach in emotional resilience and works with troubled teens so I brought all these amazing people together and we'll come on and we'll we just they've been so fun to work with and they're all totally different personalities so yeah. there's a few of us who are enthusiasts that are just like yes, yes, yes. <laughs> anything that happens it's just like a big huge yes yeah for other people, it's like a couple of them are kind of like, uh, what? I don't feel good about that. Like, no, you know, and it's kind of like, oh, are they being negative? But I'm like, no, I love the dynamics. I love that they're pulling back as we're rushing forward, like a steam train, like yeah. we need every part of the dynamics. And even if one, like one of them comes on and it's kind of in a bad mood, like half the time and I love it. I love that they're in a bad mood. It's just like, yeah. okay, great. Like, I'm glad that you're bringing that because sometimes teens get on and they're sure. in a bad mood. Yeah. You know, like they're going to think that this is all stupid. So, what do we do about that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, take all of it and just be like, I, everyone show up totally authentically, 100% you. And like, that's making the world's tapestry so much better than us trying mm -hmm. to. Oh, I should be happy here because, yeah. you know, everyone else is happy. It's like, no, be who you are and the world's going to be way better than you faking it, you know? Yeah. That's really interesting. You said that because I saw you were doing that and I was like, debated reaching out to you because it's like, <clears throat> I mean, you know, the different work we do, but <clears throat> with John and Wyatt specifically, because John has a whole like coaching program. He loves mentoring young men. Like he gets referred a lot of young men, a lot to mentor. And then Wyatt created this whole program where it's like helping young men value who they are. So they're not just throwing themselves at anyone and, and having self-respect and really teaching like kind of old-fashioned gentleman values. And he's 17. It's just amazing. Like, yeah, I know. And he, like, he got invited. I don't know if you knew this, but two years ago, he got invited to be the speaker at the high school. He did this as part of his Eagle Scout project where he taught all the freshman health 
classes about type one diabetes for diabetes awareness month. And I when he wanted that. to do this first project, I was like, <clears throat> most, <laughs> I think at the time he was a sophomore, <clears throat> I'm like, most kids would be terrified to get in front of an entire class, do their own presentation, let alone lead six classes. <laughs> and he was just like, what mom, people need to know this stuff. And <laughs> he made oh. all friends and he just is like, mom, I need to help. This is how we'll come up with a cure. It makes me sort of cry because he's just so passionate to help people. And he understands like when people struggle with depression and helping them find the gift and, you know, he's pulled a lot of his friends out of that. Like they kind of rally, they've been kind of meeting. So I'm gonna have to connect you guys just because oh, yeah. some of it. <laughs> oh, totally. Absolutely. I, you know, what's so beautiful about him is he's so outward focused. Like it's not about what do I look like if I'm standing in front of the class or yeah. my peers yeah. think of me, it was just like, no, they need to know like this is, and just yeah. such a giving heart. And, yeah. and that's the secret to, to public speaking is just like, just get over yourself. <laughs> That's right. That's the secret to entrepreneurialism too, right? Like we get, right. if we get thinking about ourselves too much, but yes, what a beautiful thing. He's such a powerhouse. I would love, love, love to connect about it. Cause I want to just give every resource to these teens. Possible. Oh yeah. Yeah. He has his little free downloadable, like his Yatters program. It's just amazing. <laughs> like you two are incredible to like support to what a team to be on you know so yeah beautiful. it's it's pretty cool because we're not we don't force it we're just like hey these are resources and this is here and yeah. I listen to the way they communicate and I'm like I can't imagine having that confidence at 18 like my whole world would have been different it took me a while to kind of right you <laughs> were like yeah <laughs> Same. totally so that'll be fun oh my gosh it's always I could talk to you all day I feel like I I'm, know <laughs> we need to have our own retreat just to play together <laughs> totally absolutely oh, I want to like have a few last things I want to make sure people know so okay if someone wanted to do what you do what skills or training would they need I don't even know if that's possible but any Anyone that has events based experience, um, it's, I think it's uh, the big vision. I, so that's a hard one because I've learned through making every mistake possible. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so yes. I, and unfortunately, that's my learning method in a lot of ways is like I have to make the mistake and then I learn it, but then I learn it and I, I yeah. know not to do it again, but uh the if you have a really good sense of timing and seeing the end from the beginning mm -hmm. and structures systems um if you love to have parties or gather people together um then that's a big one i mean there's education around event planning and spaces it depends on what kind of it, this is kind of a niche because it's I typically help like um, people put on events with maybe 10 to 30 people. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a smaller niche, but some people you could, um, if you wanted to do, you know, there's event space planning for 150, you can go to college for that. In fact, BYU started a program a few years ago and I was like, ah, I totally would have done that, that education. If, event planning, if, um, if it had been there, I did a finance degree and, and it was not as applicable as I was <laughs> as right. to what I do. So anyway, there's schooling, but there's just, um, I think having a passion for it and being able to play in chaos. Sure. You know, yeah. like it's, it's, there's so many moving parts and yeah. being okay with things not being perfect. Mm -hmm. It's a huge, huge thing for women. Yeah. It's huge for party planning. It's huge. Like if mm -hmm. you even just have a dinner party and think like, notice what comes up. And what yeah. usually when I talk to people about it, they're like, oh, but I need the table settings to be perfect. And I'd have to, and they make it too complicated and they yeah. make it too like that it has to be perfect. And if it wasn't, then they'd be beating themselves up. And it's like, no, there's, there's such a method to this. In fact, yeah. uh, my sisters and I have a podcast 
and on it we did a whole thing on party planning so if you want to yeah. look at it it's a mulberry sister the mulberry sisters yeah. and it's on every podcast um platform but look up the party planning one because it's we go into every detail of exactly the timing of it and how to do it and you can apply it to a huge group or just a dinner party but um but it, it'll it's a really really fun one <laughs> awesome well i'm gonna have a tornado warning right now can you hear that yes that's crazy seriously real We'll see if it's or if it's an actual tornado warning. You can hear it. This is real life. This is real life. I think it's a test. It's real life, right? That's awesome. That is perfect. It showed up when you said chaos and unexpected. It's true, huh? That's exactly what I said is you have to be able to play in the chaos. Well, that's <laughs> so hilarious. Like, I'm just like, all right. So if you ever have a tornado at an event, <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> you would make sure you get to a lower level of the building, right? Yeah. Well, actually right. at events, it's really great to create scenarios where you, um, put people outside of their comfort zones, you know, and there's, yeah. there's hiking, there's arrow breaks on the neck that I've done, there's board breaks, but there's all sorts of things that you can do from just having people stare each other in the eyes for a minute straight. Like, yeah. so there's a lot of things that um, at events you can do to get people out of their comfort zones, but that would be a good one. Like, oh, there's a tornado. What are we going to do? <laughs> It's so true. I mean, I just, it made me think of that because our event here was in the spring and it was tornadoes and we had to talk about like, there was a lower level, but you're right. Unexpected things will come up just like that. I'm like, thanks for the plant. God, that was hilarious. Um, where you didn't yeah. plan. I mean, I had a friend, she just had a retreat and at her retreat, they had a crazy snowstorm. And so the food could not get delivered. Uh, three of her people couldn't even make it to the event. So they ended up being like snowed in, had to eat canned stuff. It wasn't what she wanted at all, but they made it work. And she just had to roll with it because she didn't plan. Like I brought all the food. I cooked her mine. So I was good. like, she was having catered. And so they weren't able to get there, you know? And it was like, so what are they doing? Like having crackers and, you know, whatever snacks in their bag. And it was just such a different um, Snickers for the high-end retreat instead of, you know, but you have to roll with it. And I, I love what you said about, it doesn't have to be perfect to be great. Um, I'm always an on the spot. My mind just processes that way and I can create, but I want to just bless you with like a high ticket offer. If you decide you want to go this route for retreats, you could literally offer a retreat planning certification, or you could do like a retreat. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like a retreat, you could be, you are a retreat specialist, <clears throat> but you could offer a retreat planning certification where you could create your own like six week, once a week program and teach all of your amazing, the organization you do, the structure, include your recipes. So these people coming out would be your, you know, specific name <laughs> pages secret yeah. you know, special certification and then when they come out like you could refer them because you might get so many retreats you can't but you could send one of your certified you know special people and you could yeah. only have who you want on your team and anyway instead of paying a hundred thousand for them to go to college and get that event planning degree they could go through your program for like 5k or 10k and start having retreats next month so right yeah i love that <laughs> you got such good ideas that's a great idea though um especially as more and more people are starting to do live events again, yes you know? yep. yeah and i oh. i agree like people are craving it and they are. it makes it makes such a huge difference to your business if you put on a retreat but if you go to yeah. a retreat as well it just makes all the difference in how you go forward over the next you know six to twelve months that's right. Yeah. You're amazing at that. So if, if people want to work with you, what's the best way for them to contact you? Probably reach out on Facebook, Facebook, okay. just page Harris Clark, or um, my website is the life that you love.com. 
So um, either one of those, I can in the in the links below. I'll send. I, uh, there's schedulewithpage.com is how you just schedule a time if you want to do a consultation or something with me. Then just go to schedulewithpage.com and um, and it'll take you to my Calendly link. But anytime. Awesome. Anyone wants to just set up a time to talk. I'm anyone listening. I'd love to talk to you and just hear what you're up to and and play in your realm for a little bit. That's awesome. Yeah. So everybody listening to this podcast episode, um, all of Paige, like her bio links, a way to get a hold of her, schedule an appointment are all going to be included there to make it super easy for you to access her. Of course, you can always reach out to me and I'll even put you in a three-way message with Paige um, if that helps as well. And I'm so happy to be able to spread the word about you, Paige, because I feel like the more amazing people like you can help, we're just lifting humanity and being those bright lights everywhere. Um, there's enough work in the world for everybody to be able to serve at their highest purpose. And um, it's just my blessing and honor to be able to have you on the podcast today as a guest. Um, there's a really fun thing. I'm trying to include everybody who I have on the podcast someday. <clears throat> I'm going to finish this book and it's hashtag to my younger self. So so I'd love to include every guest. If you were going to have a hashtag to your younger self, what would it be? And I'll literally write it down. So I have it from you to include you when that comes out. Hashtag to my younger self. Hashtag be still. Ooh, oh my gosh, that's so perfect for everything that embodies what you do. <laughs> and something that I've never been able to do until, you know, it, life started to work for me rather than um, yes. constant invitation. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love so that. It made a huge difference. Yeah, I think if I had actually known how to be still a little bit earlier, it would have made a big that's beautiful that we teach a whole thing about sitting for great ideas and it's true like in those quiet moments yeah I can connect you with John that's something that it's just it is we get so busy and I think especially as moms because we're always like what are we doing for dinner laundry kids husband needs something we're thinking right we're having thoughts while everybody is asking us questions (laughs) but just that peaceful time to just be you know and listen to the Holy Spirit and have your own thoughts like really be centered and get to know who you are so you can continue to help and serve others at the highest level um that's awesome I come from like a do 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 family and culture in general and so it's so much of like okay so if I want to do be that what do I want to do and it's like oh be and all the wisdom all I need was is within myself like I've come to learn that and if I could have just been still earlier I could have had much more direction and clarity so oh Trina thank you Love so that. much for having me on here it's You're been welcome. so much fun I'm <laughs> talking to you anytime I get to so it was thank you Paige for being my guest you are officially in the legacy and legends podcast you go down to history and women's history month you made the cut and I'm so proud of you I look forward to seeing you again and I hope you have an amazing day I know you will because you create that every day Yes, I do. Okay. Bye, Paige. Bye.